Well, welcome and good day, everyone. We are, of course, glad you guys can join us again for another Talk It Over um, as we continue in our series, Peace of Mind. Um, but before we dive into that, we're going to do a little catch up here. So how have things been going for you, uh, Carolyn? It's been uh, a little bit since we've had you here, but uh, we're, of course, glad to have you back. Thanks. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, um, the summer has been a great summer. There's been lots of changes at the Slomka yes. household. Um, so, um, we've been shifting around and moving people in and our son got married in August and that was fantastic. It was a beautiful day and a beautiful celebration and, uh, yeah, starting my own practice and business. So it's been a busy, busy summer, but it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly been uh, lots going on. Yeah. Yes. With the wedding, of course, uh, just a little bit ago and yeah. the business kind of launching again around at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been busy. I've been watching all that and seeing as it's yeah. been kind of coming together and, and of course, uh, yeah, some of the worries that get involved oh, with, this is a good topic. with, <laughs> with uh, you know, starting a business and the next stages of life for your kids. Yeah. Um, that certainly changes yeah. um, even how you look at and even, uh, you know, worry about things or processing that kind of stuff yeah. um, in those big moments for sure. Yeah. Um, how was your summer? Yeah. Uh, so far, it's been uh, quite good. Uh, fairly low key, which has been kind of nice. We've been able to get some stuff done around the house, which has been good. Um, and I've been able to uh, take some time off work for a little bit of vacation yeah. um, with the family, which was really nice. I um, was able to head up north uh, and do some uh, camping, some fishing, um, hiking, uh, of course, eating some really good butter tarts, um, <laughs> which can be a little bit uh, dangerous at times um, yeah. uh, when you're trying to, you know, watch what you're eating, but yes. they taste so good. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. So yeah, just gearing up now for... Uh, back to school for little guy um, yeah. he's excited to go back of course see all his friends and that so that's been uh, that's been an excellent uh thing to see from yeah. him that he's excited to go back and be able to uh just kind of be motivated to be there so uh, i'm sure that's not always going to be the case but i'll take it for now that yeah. uh, that uh, he's he's in that mindset so it means it was a good summer yeah yeah it was a good summer and yeah can't complain so it's it's been good good so i don't know for you guys what that might be um, how, how's your summer been? Have you had, uh, some exciting things happening, um, like Carolyn, or maybe it's more, you know, low key and a little bit of relaxation, vacation time, um, things that have been maybe a little bit slower for the summer. Um, but let us know in that chat, um, what that might be guys, because of course we want to hear from you, um, and continue to connect. Um, and if you don't leave a comment, we don't know you, uh, don't know your response or don't know that you've been visited us. So let us know. Um, and also Give us a, a like, a subscribe on our YouTube channel at lifenorth.church um, and be notified when all the new stuff gets posted and uh, be right in the loop exactly what's going on at that moment. So continuing in our Peace of Mind series, um, today was a good one and kind of touched on it there. Uh, why do we always worry? Um, that tends to be a pretty big topic for a lot of people. Um, worry seems to be, especially at this time, uh, a big part of even day-to-day -day life, just worrying about lots of different things. Um, and it can be from the smallest thing to the largest stuff, uh, but we tend to worry a lot. Um, I found it interesting that Craig brought kind of some of the st statistics yeah. in there that the states, uh, the U.S. is actually the country that worries the most out of all the rest of the countries, which I found was kind of interesting, seeming that they seem to have an abundance and access to a lot of stuff. Um, 
and uh, you know are fairly secure things are you know generally fairly safe worry-free um, compared to even other places in the world and uh, I just I found that really interesting um, that that was that was the stat yeah it was too it was a big number um, and yeah, Craig really, really dove into this. And of course you, you need to watch the message cause it, he really unpacks it really, really well. Um, but I do like how he kind of started it that, uh, we tend to worry about everything, but of course Jesus tells us to worry about nothing. And, and uh, uh, sometimes that's even hard to take in that we, sh we shouldn't worry that Jesus tells us not to worry. And yet we still tend to worry. Um, I think we forget that every now and then. I like how he broke uh, down concern and worry um, because they tend to get mashed together. They do. Um, and, but they are quite separate in what they actually describe. And so uh, our concerns uh, focus, on, focus us on what we can control um, and it drives us uh, to move and take action um, with that. So, of course, an easy example is I've gained a bit of weight. That's a problem but now I'm going to go eat better and work out. That's a concern. And that drives us to make a change. Yeah. Um, a worry is something that we focus on that's out of our control, but we tend not to take any action or move in a direction that tries to solve the problem. Uh, we just tend to focus on it, think about it, and allow it to bring up some anxiety, uh, stress, things like that. Um, and so, yeah, they are, they are very different in how, uh, how they describe what they are. Um, so we want to make sure that uh, we understand that there is a difference. Um, I like how Craig put, uh, you know, again, what we worry about uh, the most shows us mm. where we trust God the least. And I know there's been many times where I've uh, worried about some, some things that certainly, um, you know, I could trust God better in. Uh, finance, of course, being one of those. Yeah. Um, having that more scarcity mindset really drives you to, I need to hold on, I can do it, I'll make it happen, over trusting God and saying, no, you will supply me, you will bring me what I need. Um, and so I thought, yeah, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, so three things about worry, um, the kind of the main kind of little points that Craig made. Uh, worry, of course, can, you know, it may never happen. The, these things just may never happen. Um, and he had a statistic that uh, they did a research study that like 91% yeah. of the worries people had never, ever <laughs> came true. And so uh, we have to take that into consideration about things we think about because generally a lot of our worries are going to not even happen. And we are worrying, creating stress and anxiety for no reason. Yeah. Um, the next is... Uh, this thing may happen, but it won't be as bad as we thought. And that is true. Um, you know, he gave some pretty good examples, you know, that you, you, you mess up something and you think this is going to be the end of the world and it turns out not really anybody gave a hoot about it. Um, and so, again, that's kind of that one, you know, in that last 8%, 9% there, we're sitting at, you know, like 4 or 5% of the time, it's going to, something's going to happen, but it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. Um, and our last one, of course, is again, it may happen, but God will carry you through it. Mm. Um, there is going to be those small percentages, those, those times where um, you're going to run into something very difficult, something hard, and it's going to seem impossible. Um, but I know for me and my experience, God will carry you through. He brings you through to the other side. 
Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be uh, difficult, but he's there and he will bring you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like how Craig really did kind of sum those up that, you know, most of the time nothing's going to happen. And we have to try to keep that mindset that we can't worry and build this all up in us when 90% of the time it's not even going to happen. Uh, so I want to keep that in mind. Um, our scripture for today um, is in Matthew 6, 25. Um, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. So touches on a lot of the areas that I think a lot of us actually worry about. We worry about food and drink. We worry about, you know, how we look or, or that, and even our, our clothing, how fashionable we are. And, and relates to, you know, I think many things that we see today as a problem where you have to have that Instagram photo. It's got to be just perfect. The right pose, the right filter, the right, like, I, I can't imagine. Uh, we were actually hiking and we got to the top to the lookout and sure enough, there's a girl. She's taking 37 different photos to try to get this perfect pose overlooking this thing. And I'm like, I cannot even comprehend why this even matters. It just didn't, it, it blew my mind that this is an actual thing. I've never really seen it. Um, so seeing it in front of me of, of trying to take all these photos and poses and, and I'm like, wow, just to, just to have this image of look at how perfect things are. Um, just seeing that worry is, is quite, uh, quite something. Um, so we're going to dive into these questions here. Um, and, uh, let's see if we can get a, a good conversation started here. So Carolyn, um, this week, was there something small that you were worried about? Something Maybe even not ginormous, but just little. Yeah, well, this week, it may sound silly. Um, Dave and I, over the last few years, have tried to get healthier. And um, Dave is an avid reader, which I really appreciate because he can um, go through the books and kind of let me know which ones I need to read and yep. synops the other ones for yep. me. They call it the Dave's Cold Notes for those <laughs> of you who are older and know what cold notes are. Um, but um, we're changing our diet and we're looking at some things that are in foods that I typically cook with. And so for me, a silly worry this week was like, what am I going to cook for dinner? Because mm. I'm having to learn it to be new all over again and thinking about substituting um, different recipes. And then I worry people are going to like it. And as a cook in your family, right? There's yep. nothing worse than making something and everyone goes, ew, yuck. Um, yep. Maybe that's my Instagram moment because uh, <laughs> I don't care so much about fashion or getting the right perfect look on film but I do take it personally when people don't like what I make and it's you know when you have those family favorites and you're messing with them it's a little scary yeah it certainly can be um changing changing a flavor changing something like that uh even one ingredient can make a change Uh, and yeah yeah, I've had that where Emmett was eating something says what'd you change (laughs) I feel like you're in trouble. I'm like, what, what do you mean? It's not, it's different. I was like, oh, okay. Well, it is, I didn't have the one spice or the one yeah. seasoning or something, yeah. right? And But instantly yeah. was on it like, yeah. this isn't right. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I, I thought I could sneak one past, right? Nope, can't even sneak it past a seven-year-old. They uh, pick up on it pretty quick, so. Well, he is a foodie. Yeah, he is, he is. And so, yeah, no, I hear you on that one. Yeah. That, that uh, yeah, when, you, when you're making changes yeah. like that, um, especially, yeah, when you're used to using the, these ingredients to make this and you made it for many years and all of a sudden you've got to find 
different things or substituting with something else to try to recreate it. Yeah. Yeah, that would, oh man, yeah, that would send me off. No worry that <laughs> I'm going to end up with this whole meal that nobody wants to eat. Um, oh man, for me, I think it's this whole, uh, again, I think for me this worry this week was just school for Emmett. Mm. Um, just this year it's been really behind um, in getting things started with the kids um, and not just Emmett with his stuff but just yeah. all the families yeah the local um, board had a bit of issues with some privacy so issue. It's... yeah so it's been it's been a little bit of a a zoo circus kind yeah. of feel um, just because nobody really knows much of what's going on at the moment um, a lot of the kids don't even know who you know their classes are like it, it's very uh, confusing for them. It, it makes it stressful for parents because we're trying to get everything organized, of course, for, to get them to school. Um, and then having kids being like, well, who's my teacher? Where's my class? And they have no idea. And, and that lack of control uh, for them of what's going on. Um, certainly, yeah, for me, it was like, I really hope this comes together because it's going to be, it's going to be shenanigans. Well, even think of that from an adult perspective, right? <laughs> I do a lot of regulation and emotion stuff in my role as an occupational therapist. And it's unsettling. Like, who would want to go into work to say, yeah, I don't know where you're going. I don't know who you're working with. I don't know what you're going to be doing, but just show up. Like, yeah. not fair. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we were fortunate. Uh, teacher was able to get a hold of us, um, was working with Emmett last year, um, and knew that he was in her class this year. So um, she just kind of reached out and just kind of touched base uh, by herself, which was helpful for us. Yeah. Um, so that made it a little bit easier just to kind of organize some of his care, uh, come Tuesday that yeah. he can actually, uh, um, and for families like you, right. Who have kids who have other things you're having to arrange, yeah, and arrange put in and, place, yeah. you need to be the priority. Yeah. It, it, it makes it, yeah. it, it certainly makes it uh, slightly difficult because if we don't know what we're going or what we're doing or what we're bringing, um, it certainly makes it a lot harder to plan, um, that first day. Yeah. So, uh, no, we were fortunate she reached out we were able to get a hold of her and get things uh, somewhat organized uh, for him um, it's certainly not all done yet but um, we've got as much as we can get done until the first day of school so yeah I don't know what that is for you guys uh, maybe you're having similar worries where yeah you're making bigger life changes with uh, you know diet exercise things like that um, that could be you know worrying you on how those outcomes are going to be um, yeah, maybe it's like me worrying about kids and getting to school and getting them organized and ready and things aren't, you know, going the way they're supposed to be planned and, and trying to, you know, see how that works all out. Mm -hmm. um, but please let us know in that chat, what was that for you? What was that small worry you had um, this week? Um, so what was your uh, most info pack, in, impactful part of the message this week for you, Carolyn? What was that? Um, it was Craig's last point where he talked about even if it goes worse or it does happen, God is going to see you through it. Mm. And I realized in this season of a lot of change, um, you know, the year my the year I chose the word devoted, my dad passed away, and he was one of the most devoted men I ever knew. And I had I mm -hmm. couldn't understand the depth of that word. This year, my word being trust. I had no idea when I decided that in December how impactful that was going to be on this year of so many transitions and mm. so many difficulties. And I think for me, it was just that reminder that, yeah, there have been hard things that I've been through, that my kids have been through, um, that family friends have been through. Yep. And to know that God sees people through it. Yes. Opposed to wanting to rescue people from having to go through hard things. Like mm -hmm. life is full mm -hmm. of hard things. And I, I just, for me... 
God just kind of laid on my heart, Carolyn, I'm walking you through each and every journey and that's okay. Even if mm. it's as bad as you think, or if it's even worse, I'm there with you. And it was just, it just brought peace to my soul to just mm. remind myself of that. And I won't lie, knowing that's usually only 9%, <laughs> that God is so gracious. I thought of the tithe, mm. to be quite honest yes. with you, right? Like yes. God says, give me your 10% and I will yeah. bless you with the 90. I thought even in our worries, when they brought that research out, it just made me kind of smile thinking, even in that moment, God is only giving us a tenth of what yeah. could be happening. Yes. And so often we make it such a big deal we and do. it's we really do. not that big. So it is. Yeah. that was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a good striking point on how we have to look at um, our journey. Yeah. And what does that look like? I think a lot of times we major on the minor. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We focus on that small amount for sure. That's for sure. What about um, for you? Yeah, for me, I think it was uh, when he talked about just being, you know, where we worry the most, we trust God the least. Mm. Um, and I tend to forget that, I think. Um, it, it's one of those things where it seems to go really good for a while. You're trusting God with everything. And then you get like this one little bump in the road. And all of a sudden, it switches. Now, part of that, you know, might be my mindset, um, the scarcity concept, and being, you know, not having enough of things. Um, certainly, I think can drive that to be more predominant. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, just the idea that the things that I worry about, I need to trust God more in, and need to give those to God and ask Him to take those worries. Um, but then also for me in that heart side of, I really have to trust. I can't just say I trust, but no action. I really need to trust and show that. Um, so yeah, it, it was a, a good reminder in that, um, that I need to continue to remember to trust God in all areas and not try to hold on to it just myself to try to make it happen or try to make it go the way I want it to go. Um, and I think finance is by far probably one of the biggest ones um, that we tend to worry about the most, um, about just not having enough, that we need to hold more, hold more. And we forget to give that tithe. We don't do that because, well, if I give that, I'm not going to have enough. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that really is a very easy one for maybe a lot of people to relate with, which is, of course, finance, because it, it is, um, it's one of those things where things are costing more, things are getting more expensive. Yeah. Um, and it really drives that scarcity mindset. Yep. And, uh, that's definitely an area I don't want to go back to, um, and trying to figure it out myself. So I have to, again, stay focused on trusting God in all those areas and he will provide what I need when I need it. Um, all right. So thinking about all these worries, um, and things that we, you know, tend to think about or get stressed about and, and that. Um, how do you, how do you, Carolyn, typically handle or process those worries, like things that come along during that time? Okay, full disclosure, um, I tend to get really grumpy. Um, mm. I tend to withdraw. I tend okay. to avoid. Um, I don't want feedback. I want to just isolate myself. I want to get into that binge washing. Um, mm. I, I, I go into this, um, I just finished some training for work and I was learning about our autonomic system yep. and how, you know, we can go into these fight or flight or freeze responses. Yep. But th that same 
actually helps us mobilize. We need that um, parasympathetic system to kind of get our heart rate going and to do. So if you're going to run a race, or you're going to do a presentation, yep. you need that energy to do it. So it's not always bad. But when I get that worry, I go into this total withdrawal and I'm not productive, which doesn't mm. help, right? Because you don't do what you need to do. So then it gets worse. <laughs> yes. And procrastination is my key, right? Okay. So I don't want to do the chores. I don't want to clean up. I don't want to finish up that assignment or that education and so i just realized that for me worry puts me in that really um ineffective freeze mode and i appreciated craig talking mm. about that that worry doesn't help because concern is a much better approach so i need to flip that in my brain yes 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 yeah that yeah that's interesting so basically just kind of turtle turtle just kind of turtle, turtle, and turtle. Just, that's yep. that's it yeah don't knock on my shell either <laughs> Bit of a snapping turtle. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> My family knows that so well. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's certainly a, a way to go when when those worries uh, pile up. Um, that can certainly you know feel overwhelming and really can yeah, drive you to isolate, yeah. um, for sure. For me, man, I uh, I almost go. No, I wouldn't say the opposite way, but a very different direction. Um, I almost get like hyper focused, like it turns like a hyper focus and that's the only thing that like gets in my mind. That's the only thing I think about. And I get very driven to either worrying about it to a point where it's like, I get overwhelmed mm -hmm. or I get to a point where that's all I'm talking about. And that's all that's on my mind. And then my wife, of course, is like, you need to stop. This is nuts. I've heard enough of this. Um, Change the recording. Yeah. And and so, yeah, I, I go very, uh, yeah, very hyper-focused on it. And it just becomes all-consuming. Right. Um, and and I, it's not that I back away from anything, but I just, that's, that is my focus. That is all I think about. Like almost obsessed. Almost, yeah, yeah, almost. Okay. It it becomes it becomes very unhealthy. Not just for me, but for the people around me because they're dealing with me being hyper focused. Hyper focused, <laughs> and and not you know paying attention to things that are going on with them, things that they're trying to discuss and deal with. I'm just this is it. You need to hear my point. I'm going to keep telling you my point until some like it just it goes. It's crazy. Where you don't have capacity to hear other people's perspectives yeah, probably yeah. yeah it just it, it it's yeah. a very uh weird feeling and i don't even know that i'm doing it because it's it's like automatic it's just that's where it goes um so when yeah my wife and the people point out hey like what is going on what's wrong because this is crazy um then i know okay well that, but then it, that opens up a conversation yeah. of okay well, why what's going on what's causing this worry what's the root problem that I can actually open it up a little bit to uh, work towards maybe a solution or even figuring out why was I even worried in the first place in right. that, you know, that 90% of yeah. why did I even worry, right? So, yeah. yeah. So what, I don't know what that is for you guys, um, how you, you know, typically handle or process worry. Um, and again, maybe it's, it's like me. Maybe you just get so focused on it, nothing else tends to matter until you either get a solution or you talk through and figure out why did I even worry? Or maybe it's like Carolyn, maybe you shut off, close up, um, and just avoid all of it until, you know, you can either get past it, move through it, or again, come to some kind of a, 
a solution that again probably ends up in that 90% of it never going to happen. Um, let's see here. I think we got time for probably one more here. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about this a little bit. So is there a time, Carolyn, that you want to share about when you worried about something that didn't actually happen or wasn't as bad as you thought? And how could that experience impact how you handle worry this week? Okay. So I'm going to bring this up and my family's going to laugh. Okay. But my big pet peeve, um, and Craig mentioned it, is that I always assume the worst. Mm. Particularly when it comes to my kids or Dave driving or... Um, whatever it is and i'm constantly afraid the worst case scenario yep. right someone's yep. going to get killed someone's going to get hurt something's yep. gonna, i don't care about um things being wrecked i care about people yes, right? yes. I, in our family yes. i've had the more car accidents i've had three and no one else in my family's had that many um so i lead the way with car accidents and bumper nothing major so nothing to base my worry on it's really yep. nothing to base it on yep. and I don't know parents, but when you get that kid that you brought into this world and you've seen grow up, get behind the wheel of the car, I get a little nervous. And yep. so, you know, a few weeks ago on the 401 with our youngest and totally capable, totally good, but I just get worried. Like I keep thinking worst case scenarios. And so he did great, he did fine. Thankfully, <laughs> he's graceful with me. Happened again, going down to university, college. He's, yep getting finally to be on campus and doing that and me being a backseat driver because I was hangry and just the worry of like we're going to be hit and he's going to he won't have a car and yep. I just get in my thoughts and it's just yep. like it won't stop so when you're talking about that hyper focus I totally yep. got it um but the funniest thing it was was that I'm driving down to Waterloo yep. and I'm coming back from work yep. and I'm watching this woman behind me going I don't think she's paying attention like She's making me a little nervous. Yep. So got in front of her, which was dumb. Um, and as we were coming up into town, we came off a light and people in front of us started to break right away and she wasn't paying attention and mm. she was coming full force behind me. And I thought, I'm going to be the one in the accident. I'm so worried about my boys and yep. I'm going to be the one. And the, the whole time I was like, relax, relax. And I couldn't <laughs> relax. Fortunately, just in this, I prayed and I said, Lord, whatever happens, it's in your will. And fortunately, she woke up or paid attention and swerved over and screeched the tires and then stayed much further back from me after that. But I think for me, it's that idea of control, mm. right? Like as a parent, you want to protect your kids from all these hurts and your own baggage and your yep. own. Yep. And I just have to stop being controlling. And like, I am the one who's going to stop them from ever having an accident or see them go yeah. through a hard time yeah. and um yeah and just in this new season of i have a daughter i have a daughter-in-law now and i'm so thrilled with that at the same time there's a grieving process we were sitting um actually out here the other day and um our older son is changing the way he um is connected with our itunes stuff right and yeah. so he's changing things up and it says He's left the family and I just, I started to tear up and the family's just looking at me and I'm like, what am I worried about? He's not leaving our family, but just, there's moments like yes. that where emotion just takes over me yeah. because I just, the things I love the most, I want to hold on to the yes. tightest. Yes, yes, that's And I sure. think when you got to that point about trust, it's trusting that God loves my kids more than I 
can even yes. fathom. Yes. And I need to be open-handed and to let yeah. them grow up and yep. to be thankful for an amazing season. Yep. And blessings I have had being a mom of two boys. Yep. And it has yep. been hair-raising, it's been frustrating, <laughs> and it's been annoying, but I've been blessed. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's actually a few times, and it's funny because it's all the same problem. Um, so, little guy, when he was, you know, like two, three, broke his arm. Mm-hmm. Of course, got really worried that, okay, this is going to be a problem. They're going to look at this and say, you know, we weren't paying attention. We're not being good parents. We're, they're going to take him away from us because we're being abusive by not watching him because his arm broke. And I'm like, holy cow, this is going to be the worst thing ever. Do we even have to go to the hospital? Can I just set it in the back of my truck? Like, can we just, you know, can, can we make this go away? I don't want this There's to be a, a problem. There's a dad of a special needs kid right there. <laughs> right. You know, you know, like that's, that's where, you know, that's where I'm at. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, and uh, we get him to the hospital and they look at it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. That happens. No big deal. Common um, he, break? A fairly common break. Yeah. He's young. Um, understandably, uh, he did have brittler bones. So they were, yeah, okay, that's fine. Oh, then fractures his wrist and I'm like, oh my goodness. Now they're really going to think I'm a bad parent. <laughs> it's happened again. Oh my goodness. And then two years ago, broke his elbow. And I'm like, oh my goodness, they are definitely going to take this kid away from me. That I am not a good parent. That this is horrible. There's like three breaks on the same arm. This is going to be the worst thing in the world. Um, and they're, they're never going to... They keep seeing me. I'm on like a first name basis with these people. And they're just even like, oh, it's you again. Yeah. It, so, I, of course, I got myself all worked up with, uh, with these situations and the last time again going in and they're like, yep, this is a common break. This happens with a lot of kids. Um, the doctor there was like, yeah, my kid did this. I, like, so I'm like, okay, so I'm not just, I'm not a bad parent. This yeah. just happens. Um, but again, it, it falls into that 90% where, yeah, I got overly worked up about these situations. Um, and of course it turned out to be not an issue. Um, but for some reason I keep going back to, this is an issue. This is going to be an issue because it happened again and it happened again, and this is going to be a problem. Right. Um, so looking at that, those situations and realizing, okay, no, he is just a kid. He's going to have, you know, breaks. He's going to have some things happen that are of course out of my control. Um, but it's okay because he's a kid. The kids do this. It's not just him and it's not just me. All the parents go through this. This is very normal. And I'm sure you've experienced things like that. Yeah, fortunately not breaks. <laughs> not breaks. But we've had a few like cut fingers and some concussions and some other things that have happened. Stepping in wasp nests. Like there's been some moments with boys. They get into stuff and you have to roll with it. You do. Right? You do. And, and so those experiences help me uh, realize that, yes, I don't need to worry about things as much. Um, and, and what I do is when I'm starting to feel that, I just pray. I actually just pray and ask God, if this is something that I need to worry about, that I really need to be either worried or maybe not worried, but praying about if I need to be concerned. Is there a concern that I should have that I need to take an action? Is there something that I need to do? Um, And if that sticks with me after praying, I'm like, okay, this is something I need to investigate. Um, If it just is like gone, then okay. It's not a worry that it's not a worry or a concern that I need to take any action towards. God's got it managed, um, and and I found that to be for me extremely helpful in those situations. Um, that uh, knowing God will take my worries, will take things, but I need to pray about it and ask Him because 
sometimes there is a concern that we as parents, as people, um, there's those concerns that get put on us that we need to take an action um, because it's something that we need to do. Yeah, and I appreciate that about in the message, Craig, talking about, you know, God says he provides for the birds, but the birds still go out and fly and they still get their food. And it's yeah. not this passive, we can just sit back and not take ownership of the things we need to do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I, for me, that's what I found really helpful um, is praying in those moments, those situations when um, I feel it's a worry, but maybe it's more of a concern mm -hmm. or maybe it's nothing I need to even think about or give a second thought about because God's already got it worked out. Um, so uh, that's yeah for me that's excellent and yeah again the message today that Craig gave us was excellent so, so please go check it out um, and uh, on our YouTube at lifenorth.church please go check that out it is all there um, and if you guys want to dive deeper into these questions and get further into it get more out of it um, I encourage you guys to start a life group you two friends can start one anywhere you are even if you're not even the same cities, you guys can do this over Zoom. It's very simple, very easy, um, and it's a great way to dive deeper and stay connected with the people that are around you um, that you want to do life with. Um, and I know for us, we are both in life groups. We both get a lot out of those life groups. Um, and I think we both put into those life groups that the others can get out of. Yeah. Um, and it's a great way just to, again, stay connected. Um, so we, of course, have come to the end of our... Uh, our time here together, uh, at least for this week. So we want to thank, of course, the tech guys behind us, making, of course, this all happen, getting it together, um, and making it available for you guys to listen to or watch or even both. Um, but yeah, we just want to thank them uh, for all the work that they do. And of course, we want to remember, whoever finds God, finds, finds life. life.